All right. Well, it is September, and we are talking about middle and high school students or junior high students or intermediate students, everyone in that adolescent age range. And we're talking to them and their parents about how to interact with some of these words that we talk about at Core Essential Values. And that was a that was a little bit of a weird introduction just to say, I'm super excited about this word. And I personally have questions as a person who loves this word about how you might teach this one or embed this one in your um, teenagers. So we're gonna be talking about initiative and I'm Leslie Bolser from Core Essential Values. And I'm here with my friend, Dr. Beth Tremell. And I'm so glad she's here. Beth, can you introduce yourself before I pepper you with questions about this conversation? I can't wait for questions. I love questions so much <laughs> because I just like tend to frame things from, you know, all of the all of the experiences I've had. But when I have a really tailored question, it it can really like hone some of my squirreliness very much. Oh, in. great. Okay, so, well, we're gonna get right into it then. So tell us about yourself so we can start. It's going to be great. So I'm Dr. Beth Trammell. I'm a licensed psychologist working mostly, mostly with kids and families. And I work at Indiana University East as an associate professor of psychology, where I study and work clinically um, to try to help parents and teachers be intentional with their words and their actions to deepen connection, decrease frustration and stress, and get kids to do what we need them to do. So. Um, it's really at the heart of what we're talking about for initiative in yeah, a lot of ways. For sure. For sure. Which is why I'm so glad you're here because here's the deal. Sometimes we talk about these words each month and we say things like, oh, this one's really hard for me, or I love this one or whatever. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say initiative is not a difficult one for me. I've always, my parents raised me, I guess, with agency and with <laughs> some self-confidence. And I've always felt like um, I can see things and then I can do them now whether or not I have the energy or the perseverance or the other skills necessary to actually see them through is a different conversation for a different word. But in terms of um, feeling like I can take initiative, it's never really been a problem for me. But what I've noticed now that I have teenagers of my own, that when I um, see something and then take action, so that's our definition, right? Seeing what needs to be done and doing it or our application or whatever. When I, when I have employed that in my life, where my teen, when my teenagers are around, um, sometimes the feedback I get from them was that it was embarrassing, right? And it made me realize that for them, sometimes taking initiative means being seen in a different way or exposing yourself in a different way or just getting attention um, because you're taking action on something that maybe lots of people are seeing, but nobody wants to step out and do anything about. And um, it helped me see that maybe it isn't always about the skill of initiative. And sometimes it is about um, them developing into a place where they're able to be confident enough in themselves to step out and take initiative. So all of that to be, all of that to say, help Beth. How do we as parents want, you know, get our kids to take initiative, to, to grow up in the values that we've taught them in a time in their lives when biologically it is really hard to overcome what their head is telling them about, um, you know, not being, not standing out and not taking risks. It's so true. There's so much truth to everything you're saying. And, you know, when we were talking in uh, sort of our discussion about the other age groups here with preschoolers and elementary kids, sometimes the trouble is in the seeing 
what needs to be done, right? The first part of the definition, sometimes they don't really see things the way other people see them or see kind of right or wrong. Our teens do a better job of seeing right and wrong. And it's the doing that is the much harder part. And I think to your point, some of that is because there is so much social risk for standing out. Yeah. 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 There's a lot that goes into developing and maintaining social capital for teenagers. So (laughs) really at the, the heart of what every teenager wants is to just kind of gain and maintain their social capital. They want people to like them. They want to fit in. They don't want to, um, you know, be disliked. They don't want to be bullied. And so they believe whether it's true or not true, um, they believe their path to that is social capital, right? So yeah. when we're in a situation where all of us are kind of standing around and we notice that there are a few people who are kind of talking about one of the other people in the group, we know what we should do is stand up for that person. We know yeah. we should tell them, hey, that's not really cool, right? But it's the doing that is really hard. And I actually think it's harder now after the last, you know, year and a half that we've had of being maybe, you know, schooling from home or you're at home and now you're back in the building and now you have a mask on or you don't have a mask on. And so there's a lot of other pressures that our kids are experiencing that, you know, you and I, and even your teenager, when they're calm and kind of logical, may be able to come up with a strategy that makes sense in those moments. But there's so many other variables at play in the heat of that moment that it makes it really hard for them to know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. So so what's the best way to encourage what we hope to see from them eventually, even if they can't quite get there now? So for me, it comes in having conversations outside of the heat of the moment. And for us, you know, you might be like kind of rolling your eyes about, oh, Beth, the heat of the moment is them being with their friends in a group and not really knowing exactly what to say. Yes. Yes. For your teenager, that is a heat of the moment kind of situation. So we don't necessarily use those moments as teaching moments. Although if we are around, we could but it's not going to be very welcome for, by your team for you to kind of intervene then. But we could intervene afterwards. So, hey, let's walk through that scenario again, right? What did you want to say? Okay, well, if, if what they, they, they don't know. They don't know what they wanted yeah. to say. Okay, that might be our first thing that we've got to teach them. Well, here are a few things you could have said. Maybe they know what they wanted to say and they just, for whatever reason, couldn't. Our job is to help them process what got in their way, right? Yeah. For most of our kids, it's going to be anxiety. It's going to be, I was worried that someone might make fun of me. I was worried somebody would be mad at me. I was worried that uh, I would say the wrong thing, or maybe they wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. All of those things are going to be the illogical anxiety that comes in those scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so what, I think I maybe named one reason why this might be difficult for kids to show initiative, even though we think we've raised them in such a way that they should. Right. 
what might be some other reasons that we need to look out for that teenagers might not be willing to show initiative? Yeah. So if they are, uh, you know, kind of continually just on the outskirts of their friend group, or maybe it's particularly hard for them to mesh with other friend groups, maybe they're a child who is kind of recurring um, hard thoughts that come in their mind. Maybe they are prone to depression. Maybe they're prone to a little bit of anxiety. Those are going to be all things that are going to be added obstacles for them to, particularly in these social situations, take the initiative. Now, Mm -hmm. outside of these kind of social situations, the same thing may be true for things at home, right? Like, Maybe you want your child to take more initiative and helping around the house, which by the way, said no teenager ever, right? (laughs) Like, let's just start there, (laughs) right? Like, I've never met a teenager that, and I have a teenager who's really amazing and she takes a lot of initiative in a lot of other ways. She does so many great things in so many ways. And I have, I can count maybe three times where she was like, Hey mom, can I help you do the dishes? I mean, it's just not, they, why would they? Probably because they have an ulterior motive. Because they're they're learning the art of negotiation, right? (laughs) Maybe that's why. That is such a good point. And actually I want to talk about that (laughs) for just a minute because this comes up in therapy. When I, when I meet with parents of teenagers or I meet with teenagers where the parents are like, oh, they're just buttering me up because they want to go out or they want to be off punishment and they want me to give them their phone back. And so they're going to be really nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) That's going to be exactly what happens. And you can either take the, they're going to be nice to me and just kind of like allow that to happen. And you know, be thankful that that's happening. And that doesn't mean that like, we're going to let them just always manipulate us. That's not exactly what I'm saying, but I am also saying you have to really just take it for what it is. Most of us, when we're faced with a scenario where we're like, Hey, if I'm extra nice, will I get what I want? I'll Mm, do that. Probably I'll do that. So our teenagers are only employing the techniques that they think are going to be the best likelihood to get what they want. That doesn't make them a sociopath. That makes them a human. So it is totally fair for you to say, you know what? I'm kind of noticing this trend that you only seem to want to be extra helpful when it's right before something that you want. And I'll be honest, that doesn't actually feel good for me. Like, I'm glad that you're helping out because that matters to me. What I don't necessarily love is that it only comes at a time that you want to get what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. Teens are able to have that conversation. Yeah, for sure. They're very tuned into manipulation and feeling manipulated. And yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, um, okay, so- um, sorry. I just have to finish that rabbit hole for a minute. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I know. So they're very in tune to manipulation, maybe because we have kind of done that. (laughs) What? I 
No. And I'm speaking to myself, right? Like here is the blessing and the curse about being called a child psychologist, expert, whatever you want to say, parenting expert. People call me a parenting expert. And I'm like, please don't say that. I've got four kids and (laughs) they will tell you the truth. Okay. So here's the thing. We use manipulation all the time, all the time. Mm, And it doesn't mean it's all malicious, but we have been using, uh, you know, this kind of same level of trying to sneak around, getting them to do what we need them to do. Right. Well, if you put your shoes on, then you can have fruit snacks or, okay, you don't want to do that. Well, what if we do this? And then you get to do this. All of those things are the same thing. So just sort of take a breath when your teenager is quote, buttering you up to uh, Mm -hmm. get what Mm -hmm. they want, because it really is, um, you know, in some ways it, it still is initiative seeing what needs to be done and doing it. It again, just may not necessarily be in the way we, we want them to do it. And so it's, Hey, I, I actually really appreciate that you're sort of taking initiative to get what you want to do this weekend. What I want is to also be seeing three other ways that you're taking initiative at home. So I want to see next week, Hey, I'll give you your phone back next week. If you can take initiative by walking the dog without me asking you two times, I want to see you, uh, you know, doing the dishes or unloading the dishwasher three times before I get home from work. Our teenagers will respond to that level of specificity if they know, hey, the end of the road is me getting what I want. And these are the easy, quote, easy steps Mm, to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a daughter who's a senior in high school, and um, it's sort of the time in in their lives and in our life where we're acutely aware of next steps, right, of what's coming next. We're having a conversation this weekend, and she was doing some work, and in the conversation, she said, I just want you to know it's important to me that you know that you believe that I can do this. And it was just a, it was a fairly simple task. It wasn't anything super meaningful. And I was just like, you know, that's great. I'm impressed that you want me to know that, that it is important to you to be feeling independent enough and to be feeling self-sufficient enough that you want to point out that it's important to you that I know you can do it. And so I thought, wow, that's kind of, this is like a little bit of a cool milestone where not only does she want to take the initiative, she wants to like stop the world and point out, look, I can do this on my own. This is kind of cool. So um, yeah, I think, I think these years between sixth grade and 12th grade in particular are years of a lot of little steps of initiative that lead up to bigger and bigger things happening in their lives. Um, And those are all, some are scary, some are driver's licenses and staying out late nights and things like that. And some are little things sitting at the computer on a Sunday afternoon, right? There's little and big steps all along the way, but um, it's such an important thing as we're getting ready to send them out on their own. And I think what you just brought up is so important to remember about initiative too, is that initiative for our teens is about doing specific tasks around the house, but it is also about identifying what I need, right? So in this moment, your daughter saying, what I need is for you to just like say out loud that you believe in me, (laughs) right? You know, I can do it and I know I can do it. So let's just both take a minute to know how cool that is. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And she just needed some reassurance. So for me, it's also about realizing what they need. So seeing what needs to be done. I need to feel supported. This is how I feel supported. 
And what needs to be done is I need to tell you that because believe it or not, even as parents, we don't always know exactly what everybody needs around us. And so I love that she took initiative even in that way, kind of relationally, like, like we talked about in the last one. Yeah, it was really, it was a cool moment for sure. For sure. And also um, I love when things like that can happen, particularly as the mom of girls, when there's no emotion involved, when it's just matter of fact, you know, like just, just stating facts. And I think it's just, it was a really, it was a really cool thing. So um, I don't, I don't know, this feels like a lot of really cool information for parents this month about initiative. Um, we've covered like skills and relational stuff and developmental stuff. It's, it, it's, it's, it, feels like a really thorough conversation, but I don't want to close unless you're, if you have more things that you want to share with us that you think would be helpful as parents talking about initiative this month. I think it's really just good to just be reminded that our teens really are just always doing their best. And even when we think we know everything that's going on for them, there are probably 20 variables that we don't know about. You know, that's a great reminder. We didn't see the text that they got this morning. We didn't see the interchange that they had with the body language with their best friend at school that they misinterpreted as they're mad at me, right? Like there's so much going on in our teenager's brain right now that even if, like I said, we think we've got it all figured out, we probably don't. (laughs) So it's just, just remembering that these things will develop over time and continuing to have conversations with them is, is really our best bet for, for all, not just this word, all of the words we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's a great reminder. That's great. So I hope people will get in touch with us and um, just interact and, and, and share with us how initiative is going great and questions that they have about this word and other words. And if you want to do that with Core Essentials, you can find our website at coreessentials.org or you can find us on social media at CE Values. And how might people be able to interact with you best? Yeah, so I um, my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com and I'm also on Facebook, MWM with kids. Folks can hop on there and send a message or reach out or share a question or idea. Awesome, great. Well, thank you for being with us this month and I look forward to more conversations. As always.